There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of the Saints Happy Hour post-game show edition. Dave is doing LSU bid day. Andrew is out drunk doing wedding work, looking at wedding singers because that's his actual job. So we have the best pinch hitter in the business. Mike Mills of Booking the Territory was nice enough. I called him. I said, Mike, I need somebody to do this podcast with me. Mike was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. Mike from Booking the Territory, thanks for joining us, guy. Oh, man, anytime. You know I like talking to you about Saints football. <laughs> so, so the Saints tonight. I mean, this, the, this, isn't, this isn't work. This is pleasure. <laughs> the Saints tonight, they're up 28-13 to 13 as we're recording this. Um, this game, is as far as a preseason game, this night couldn't have gone any better for the Saints. Drew Brees looked amazing. Lamar Miller blew out his ACL for the Texans, so that means the Texans were out their number one running back. And Andrew Luck retired. From the Colts. So that's two games that the Saints are playing. They got amazingly easier, and I know that's horrible to say, but this is a beautiful night for the Saints. And, Mike, I just want to start with Drew Brees. He looked fucking amazing. The, the whole – I don't want to hear the washed up. Now, he may – because he's 40, he may get hurt or something during the year, but as far as his physical skills eroding, that's a bunch of nonsense. The two throws to Michael Thomas were ridiculous. I, I do concur with you. He looked spot on, as you could tell from my text to you after that first drive. <laughs> yeah. Pulled the after God the one completion, starter. Mike was like, "Get him out of the game." <laughs> Get him out of the game. Um, real quick, you and Juge are evil. Wishing, uh, look, I'm not going to say don't. I don't like. I don't. You and Juge, you and Juge cheering for injuries from we our opponents. No, no I will say this. I will say this, and this is this is interesting. Andrew says I don't cheer for injuries, but. We know they're going it to happen. So the injuries in football, because football is violent car crashes, we know the injuries are going to happen. Therefore, better for other teams than the Saints. And that's the only thing we say. Now, I mean, look, Andrew Luck retiring. I, I stared at that tweet for like a minute to make sure that I didn't, that I didn't get got. <laughs> By, by Adorn Schefter or uh, right. the guy who got me last week about Antonio Brown retiring, uh, McCockenstein or whoever it was. So I stared. I was like, is that really Adam <laughs> Schefter? Did Andrew Luck retire? But anyway, Mike, you know, uh, Deontay Harris, he went from fumbling a kickoff and opening the job of returner to shutting the door completely and me having to pour one out for Marcus Sherrill's by running that punt back. And Mike, I have to say that punt return that he ran back, that wasn't just because the blocking was awesome. That was him being special. That was, let me tell you, they showed the end zone angle on that thing. So you, you see it from the sideline angle when it happened, but on the replay, they showed the end zone angle. He just made a couple of quick moves and he had the narrowest of opening 
almost like the opening that would be a small opening in a cheese grater. And he found that one opening that he needed to get through to fit into that hole or those two holes to get and score. And let me tell you something. I, I, have, I agree with you and Juge, the, the, the assessments you've given him overall in this preseason. And, and even with that fumble that he recovered, I, I still, in my mind, was like, he's, he's got this job. They're not going to cut him just based on that. I, there was no way. I've seen too much from him in this preseason no way. to think that they would cut him. Even with the fumble. Even with the fumble. Even though he got the fumble back. Even if he would have lost that fumble, there's no way they would cut him. Because hey, that guy's Andrew, special. He is a special and- returner. Andrew made a good point when I was talking to him. He was between weddings that he was going to. He made a good point. It would have been a better night for Harris if he hadn't fumbled and the punter had got him on the kick on the punt return. Um, you know, just because of how much Sean Payton hates fumbles. But the thing is, for me, and this is gonna this is strange, is that him being five six is actually a huge benefit for him. I think on punt returns, like he he's too small to be a full-time player at wide receiver. He's just he's just too freaking small, right? But as a kick returner, the little like you say being able to fit in places that normal football players can't fit because he's only 5-6, like that's to his advantage. And you just can't, like now that he's run that back, they cannot cut him because another team will say another team that sucks at returning will be like we're, we're claiming him because He's better than anything we have, and, and there's proof of it because he ran back a kick. So there's no way there's no way they can cut him. Cheryl's just sorry, my guy. Sorry, my guy. You're you're donezo. I mean, you got hurt, and you let the, you let the number one kick returner in Division three history in college football. You gave him an opening, and he took it. Um, the other thing tonight, Mike, that was that was that was good to me is the Saints' run defense. I know it's the Jets, and I know. Le'Veon Bell didn't really play, and it's Darnold and all this. But that run defense, it still looks as good as ever, man. They totally stoned the Jets. The Jets, uh, at one point, were averaging, like, less than two yards a carry at one point. Yeah, the, the, the first-string defense looked really good. I was really happy with everything I saw from them. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit there and tell you it was perfect, but um, I thought I thought they did a, did a, did a good job. And I want to say this, too. Not only – did they do a good job? I mean, the Jets kept in their offensive starters for a long yeah. time, and their offensive starters were going up against or Saints twos on defense, and the number two defense wasn't looking too shabby out there for the most part. So uh, they deserve some credit too, as far as some depth goes. But yes, the first string defense looked good, and give the second string defense some some credit too because they were playing against number ones uh, well into that second Vince quarter. Vince Beagle just got a sack. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is with the Saints roster is, is you know, they have some issues, look, at wide receiver and, and backup yeah. offensive tackle and that sort of thing. But at other spots, man, this roster is going to be one of the rosters that other NFL teams are going to wait for the Saints cuts. And they're going to be like vultures and picking at it and looking for guys, um, you know, so the, the thing is tonight, too, and, and Juju brought it up when I was talking to him again is you know the Saints are in this weird spot Mike where we care so much about the third string quarterback aka Taysom Hill that you know in the third pre in the fourth preseason game most teams are like hey third string quarterback you get to play the whole game knock yourself out and 
if the third-string quarterback gets hurt, gets a twisted ankle, whatever, you're cutting him. It doesn't matter anyway. Taysom Hill, he's a huge part of what the Saints are going to do. I don't want him starting and playing the whole game. JT Barrett got claimed by Seattle. They need to. They need to just hand off every play next week. I think. I don't want. I don't want Taysom taking unnecessary hits. I love him too much. Go find somebody from that was out there and available, and give them the basic handbook of these are our ten plays. We're running these Run ten them plays, same buddy. Damn plays all game. Hand the ball off. Because here's the thing: I was thinking about that during the game. I'm like. Well, Teddy's the number two. You don't want him going the distance in week four, but you don't want Taysom going the distance in week four in the preseason either. It's a, you know what? It's probably, this is a conundrum. I bet you that no like NFL team has seen in the preseason before. Like what, what you're describing here as the the game comes to an end with the Saints winning 28 to 13 tonight. Yeah. it's, It's a final. The Saints win 28 to 13. I mean, it's, it's but it's a but it's a serious conundrum and the the reason why it is to me is more so is Taysom Hill just he has it in his he has it in his body that um um he has you it can't in his turn body, the, you right? can't turn off you can't yeah you turn can't off turn it off does. even even in the fourth quarter of a preseason game I, I just don't worry about him right. So, right, he's gonna take off. He's gonna take off and run, and and he doesn't have the in his mind. He's so used to going. I'm gonna take on this 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 defender head up. He he just doesn't. It's not in his DNA to go. Let me step out of bounds right yeah, here. We saw it last week. We didn't see it. We we did see him. We didn't see him as run as much this week. But last week, I mean, he was just he was a bulldozer. He was like, ah, no, nah, I'm gonna keep running. No, y'all not gonna tell me what to do. I'm not gonna run out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is to me too. Now, one of his hits that he put on uh, Darnold, Trey Hendrickson, like the the Jets literally, they didn't block him. I don't even realize they they didn't even realize he was on the field. He went unencumbered and just destroyed Darnold. But the other couple plays he made, he flashed. Davenport flashed. I mean, the thing to me, the defense looked as good as ever. Uh, the offensive line, they're bad at backup tackle. The only thing that concerned me tonight, Mike, is when you talk receiver, when you talk Michael Thomas, spectacular. Ted Ginn, he's Ted Ginn. He's going to catch bombs. He's going to drop balls. That's fine. After that, man, their receivers, the Saints – they may go looking for one. Like they, they, if they do a trade or they claim someone, I would not be shocked because after their three through five receivers are not good. Dude, dude the receiver is an issue. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very worried. I'm extremely worried about that because I mean, in in all reality, the number two receivers is is the number one running back as well. Is that yeah. Kamara? Probably. Um, that's one thing. Uh, you, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. I would not be surprised if they go looking for it. The issue is, if you go looking for a receiver at this point, man, uh, the Saints playbook, I mean, how quick can this, you know, additional receiver get up to I've speed? Got a that's name. The... I've got a name, and we're going to talk about it on the big show on Monday. And it would be good for the Saints, and it would be good for my podcast because it creates content and controversy. They need to go trade for Kenny Stills. And just bring him on home. Uh, well, uh, I, saw, I saw your tweet. Yeah, it's got to be a it's got to be a Stills or 
or um or Willie Sneed type person. I mean, I don't think I don't think there's no way Baltimore's trading Willie Sneed because yeah, Willie no, Sneed's I the best think... receiver on the team. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm not saying that would happen. But I, what I'm saying is, I agree with you. It's it's got to be that type of person who knows the yeah. playbook already. That that way they can come in and 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 pretty much get up to speed quickly. Because other than that, this isn't like plugging in an offensive guard or or you know or even a tackle, which is which is hard to plug in. Harder to plug in. But my point is, man, receiver. It's hard to plug. It's you, hard. You no, it's hard. With, it's hard to plug yeah. in a wide receiver. And before we talk to the rest of it, I have to I have to remind you people, uh, I gambled on the Saints game tonight, and I won money. And if you want to gamble on the Saints, you should go to MyBookie. They have the best online gaming experience, the safest, securest. They have – you can bet on totals. You could have bet on rushing totals tonight. You can bet over-under. You can bet fantasy players total point totals under-over during the year. And right now, if you go to MyBookie and you use the code ARMCHAIR – Mike, they give you a hundred percent sign-up bonus. You you deposit a hundred, they give you a hundred. That's right, a hundred percent sign-up bonus. My my bookie, go to m y b o o k i e dot a g mybookie dot a g. Use the code armchair. You get a hundred percent sign-up bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. Terms and conditions apply. Um, another thing that secretly excited me tonight, Mike, and this may be only me. Maybe I'm crazy. The Saints did not play Jared Cook. And the reason why that got me excited is I think Sean Payton has a whole freaking magical package of Jared Cook plays that he ain't showing fucking nobody in games that don't count. (laughs) Here's the thing, man. We've seen the Jared Cook plays because we've seen him run with Jimmy Graham. It's not like it's going to be anything new in my personal opinion. Now, with that said... I disagree with either Juge or Dave last week on the show when I was listening, when they were talking about Cook, saying, you know, they wanted to see a little bit more from him. I really don't. I'm, he's a seasoned professional. Breeze is a professional. In my mind, I'm like, these two have worked it out in practice, and I don't know if I really need to see it in the preseason. And the fact that we didn't see him in this game, and we didn't, I just think that just means, look, he wants to keep him healthy till game one. And, and they'll unleash whatever they got for Cook then. But I, I personally, I do think – I'm not going to say he doesn't have anything cooked up new for somebody like him, but we've seen the Saints have well, a Jimmy we've Graham. Seen the, we've seen the Jimmy Graham plays, but it's been a while, and if he could just throw in just a little bit of wrinkles, that could confuse the Texans. And I, I, I'm just I, – I, I was mad at myself in our fantasy league draft today. I – got distracted my son was being crazy and I told myself the next round I was like draft Jared <laughs> Cook it's two rounds too high but I like to just have a Saints player on my fantasy team just because it's fun right it's just fun to have a Saints player on there and I totally forgot and I drafted Deshaun Watson instead and that, and that right like two minutes after I did I was like dumb dumbass you needed to draft Jared Cooks so the point is Mike tomorrow in the Saints happy hour auction draft I'm spending like $30 on Jared Cook it's gonna happen <laughs> you're a degenerate so, gambler Ralph of course <laughs> I, I am so this is the I mean look the Saints preseason to me Mike it's gone as good as you could have it because you haven't had any injuries I mean you, you got Craig Robinson got injured but we haven't heard anything on him and they haven't put him on IR they, they escaped tonight without Besides Griffin, the tight end, they escaped tonight without major injuries. Tonight, the, the so the preseason's gone as well as it could go. Uh, 
And, you know, we'll talk to you. We, me and you, we always get together for some drunk histories during the year and that sort of thing. But I want your thoughts on the 2019 Saints before we get out of here. I want your thoughts on the Saints, and I want you to plug the best old-school wrestling podcast in the world. And people, I do not just say it's the best old-school wrestling podcast. I support them on Patreon, and I listen to, like, one a week. And if you love old-school wrestling, let me tell you, this man is a content machine. You think Saints Happy Hour does a good job? This dude was on a cruise in the Caribbean, and I'm seeing updates in my email, two podcasts a day that this dude is posting. So if you're an old school wrestling fan, book in the territory is the podcast for you. But Mike, plug the podcast and then give me your thoughts on the 2019 Saints. Well, we are the most unprofessional wrestling podcast on the planet. That's not politically correct. The jokes are stupid. And, um, yeah, you will probably get offended, but that's the whole point to it as we talk classic wrestling. Uh, we have a lot of fun, though, no, seriously. And, um, and Ralph, thank you for inviting me tonight. And uh, it, it is always – we have a good time. We talk NWA Saturday night from the 80s. That's our main show, amongst other things. And, that's, uh, uh, that's why I like yes, it. I don't, I don't follow new wrestling. Like, my wrestling – but 80s wrestling is like that's when my wrestling knowledge ended so i just listen to you guys i'm like yeah it's, that's my thing i know i know 80s wrestling i don't know new wrestling but i know 80s baby yes sir so just search booking the territory wherever you get your podcast from and then follow me on twitter at mike 504 saints i post i mean i tweet all the shows out from there but on to the saints as far as this year you know ralph i i i, I, I hate always saying i agree but you know, Andrew, I've heard Andrew say, you know, it's just very hard to replicate another 13-3 and three season. you got to be real lucky. you, you got to be lucky with injuries. Everything's got to pretty much go your way. Um, so that's going to be hard to duplicate, you know, 12 and, 12 and I mean, 13-3. and three. I, I would hope 12-4, and four, but in my mind, in a, in a tough division, I think – I think 11 and five is more realistic. Now that's not a bad thing. You know, I, I that's going to, that's going to probably win yeah. you the division. Hopefully it'll get you a buy. You got to see how things shake out. You never know. I mean, look in, in 06, they went 10 and six and got a buy. So uh, you just never know. Um, but hopefully you at least get a first round buy, but I'm looking, I say 11 and five. I hope for 12. I, I, obviously I hope for better, but it's, it's probably going to be around 11 and five. They, they've got a really good team. They're deep, but my biggest worry We've talked about one of them is wide receiver, obviously. And on top of that, I am going to hit the uh, Mike Mills panic button and drink gallons of Hennessy if Armstead goes down at tackle. Because I feel like I'm taking I crazy have, pills. <laughs> you I, I know. Armstead, That's your drink if, of choice, man. Yes. If Armstead goes down, I, that 11-5 and five could turn into 8-8 eight and eight easy. And I know that day? might sound crazy to it's some people, but it life. is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. The Saints, the Saints are like any any NFL team, man. There's three, four spots of 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 softness where, like, if a guy gets hurt, it's like Jenga. You know, you pull out the wrong piece, and it, it's not. And I'm not just talking to quarterback because all NFL teams that are elite and have a, they're thinking of winning the Super Bowl, it's all the quarterback gets hurt and, and you're out. Like, look at the Colts, man. Andrew Luck retired. They go from like we can win the Super Bowl to like we're going seven and nine with Jacoby Brissett. Like, it just that's the way it goes. But, but, you know, the Saints. I mean, but look at any team, man. I, you, you look at New England, man. You take out. Uh, Hightower or um, 
the, the little white receiver. I can't. He, Julian Edel. You take out Edelman. You you'll see how they do without Gronk. I mean, you take a few things out, and it can it can bump you down. So we'll just have to see. But and I haven't made my final Saints prediction. Obviously, we we'll do that. I'll do that later in a WWL comment on the podcast. But I do think you just as Saints fans, the one point that you made it that I think is 100% correct. It's like, this year, it's just going to be, it's not going to be less fun. It's just going to be harder. It's going to be a harder slog. And I think, you know, last year, they lost the first game. But once they got to 7, 8, and 1, you were like, hey, man, this is, you know, we're getting a bye. We're in the playoffs for sure. I think this year, post-Thanksgiving, is going to be a lot harder and a lot more nail-biting. And it's going to be tenuous to... Are they going to get a bye? Are they going to get in? Are they going to win the division? Like all those things are not going to just fall really easily, and it's going to be it's going to be a harder climb to get to 10, 11 wins or, or whatever it is. But that's fine. And I can't thank Mike enough for joining us tonight on the late night, late notice, late night. Hey guys, go to YouTube, find us there. Uh, find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are doing amazing stuff on this podcast. I can't believe you you knuckleheads have got us into the top 150 on sports podcasts on, on iTunes. That's just that's just ridiculous for the quality of crappy audio that this podcast has had for a decade that you people are getting us that you people are getting us rated on iTunes is is and ranked is un it's just it blows my mind and I can't say can't tell you how how happy I am about it but for Andrew who's working for Dave who's working for Kevin who's in St. Louis probably wrestling as we speak Mike Mills go booking the territory find him on Twitter find him there awesome guy thanks for filling in everybody the bar is closed and we will see you on Monday The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. 
and I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.